The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do not underestimate the power of place. Beyond! 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 235. I'm your host, Greg, one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside... That's right, no Ryan Clements. As predicted, he got a new job. We totally he, lied about him. He's done. He could care less, as we said. <laughs> last, remember last week? And I'm like, he'll never be here again. He's always, he'll never be here again. Colin. He, uh, alongside is always my only true friend in the whole wide world. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. I doubt it. I doubt it. And the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. You have less energy than we do. How are you? This. That's hey, better. Hey, guys. So, yeah, yeah, so Clements is off the show. Clements did his whole yeah. thing last week. Fuck oh, don't guy. worry. I'll still come around. I'll still be on the show. I'm going to, as long as they'll have me. And then this week he's like, peace out. I got, I got to go make, I got to go make a Google calendar, he said. Yeah. Yeah. He's and starting to Google And then he gave me the finger. Yeah. He Fuck tipped over guy. the coffee truck. Yeah. So we called, so we called an audible. We made some late, late night you know general manager talks uh for a conditional pick and uh yeah we gave away one of our draft picks yeah, for the next time uh, conditional IGP. draft pick we we enlisted andrew goldfarb who's un- is untested he was undrafted last year and so we don't but strange things happen with undrafted uh rookies so yeah, yeah. we'll see what happens all right well anyways clements is visiting his mom so he'll be back <laughs> don't worry about it no, no big deal um hey boys how you doing i'm okay it's late thursday yeah we recorded is. it up at noon but i don't feel crazy tired like i do sometimes how was the show how did, how did it with you good i left after the monologue but it was good oh okay well uh the guest this week is none other than veronica belmont formerly of core a old, two-time podcast beyond old member friend of the podcast old beyond. friend of she's podcast the beyond. only person in the world with more twitter followers than greg <laughs> you're right yeah the only one. just just by a few my yeah. <laughs> my thirty-three thousand to her 1.6 million <laughs> yeah anyways let's start the show with what is and forever will be the roper report Time for some news. That was a chicken or a turkey. Oh, okay. Like yeah, yeah. The gobble. Okay. Are those gluten-free? Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't make fun of me. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not. What did you call me before the podcast? Pity Party Moriarty. <laughs> pity, no, it was Pity Party Moriarty. Yeah, yeah, pity party. Walking by bread and just making frowny faces at everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's true, I am throwing a pity party because I'm six days gluten-free. Oh, wow. Six days I'm talking about like I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, they give you a keychain to carry around for that. You got a chip? Uh, before we go any further, then, remember, this is a conversational podcast. If you want to be a part of it, beyond at IGN.com. Just like Tim Whistlehunt from Virginia is. He fired in with quick fires. The from first Virginia's? one, though, for Virginia, to Colin, we yeah. have something in Miley Cyrus, gluten allergy. What are your thoughts on that? What does that mean? It, we have something in common. 
But you didn't something say in Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. So is he saying we have something in common with Miley Cyrus? Well, Miley Cyrus is actually the rapper Common. They, uh, oh, they okay. That's yeah. weird. I met Common once and I interviewed him and he didn't look anything like This is like a very Miley confusing Cyrus. turn. This is a very confusing podcast. <laughs> yeah. Strange turn. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm trying to, I'm not going to be gluten free forever, but I am trying to, for at least a couple weeks or a few weeks, not eat any gluten. And so far I'm, I'm feeling okay, although I have a raging headache most of the time so i think it's because uh, that wasn't what i thought you were gonna say when you went yeah. in with the raging, raging i got a raging headache for this a raging this, this headache all right rip what? report <laughs> what's, the, what's the playstation news Fair. this week real quick when did you meet common why did you meet common uh let's see um it was three years ago at WonderCon. i interviewed the entire cast of terminator salvation salvation yeah, okay. That's what it was. yeah. okay and he was in it why did you do that? Yeah. Uh, I, oh, wait, WonderCon. They don't. We don't send that many people up since we're all here. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I'm, I'm old friends with Chris Carl. He's the one who he's our entertainment head, and he's the one who brought me into the company as an intern and a freelancer. So I help him out when I can, and he asked me to do it. He also has asked me to do cool things like interview Green Day and do all sorts of other things that I've done. So, wow, cool. Yeah, and I've, that the Green Day interviews are on IGN.com and. The common YouTube one is too, right? right? And the common one, yes. <laughs> I think the every, one, all the interviews are probably on. Yeah, they're somewhere. IGN.com I never somewhere. watched those interviews though. No. Okay. Um, okay. Number one. Oh, there are 12 items on those. Okay. Uh, number one, Sony has finally talked openly about its poor financial situation, confirming that Sony Corporation will lose $6.4 billion for the year. A record loss and layoff 10,000 workers or 6% of its staff. Freshly anointed Sony CEO Kaz Harai has promised to restructure the company and get it back into the black under its new quote-unquote one Sony policy. With a concentration on three areas, in particular gaming, digital imaging, and mobile devices. Now, before we even talk about it, I want to say that the $6.4 billion, and I think I'm going to write about this tomorrow when I go through their financials, uh, a lot of that has to do with tax problems in the United States because they didn't make enough money to receive tax breaks in the United States mm. anymore. And so those have to be counted as losses, even though the no- money never existed. So into, that's something to keep in mind. Into the casual fan, this is Sony as a whole, not PlayStation. Mm-hmm. This is not the PlayStation brand fucked everything up. This yeah. is Sony. Yeah. They specifically said up. it's their chemicals and LCD screens divisions. Oh, I wonder why. Because nobody wanted 3D. Remember when we yep. all said, this is stupid, stop doing this. And they kept making them. And then they kept making move wands. And we're like, this yep. is bad. <laughs> stop what you're doing. <laughs> they didn't listen. No, they didn't. So yeah, people have to understand. I mean, it, I try, whenever I write about Sony financials, I always say, you know, we like to write about them and let people know what the health of Sony is, which is not good right now. But, uh, the ga- you know, I always say the gaming stuff is, is popular and clearly it's one of the things they want to concentrate on, but no one cares about that. Everyone just likes to hate when Sony's doing badly. Gotta so. hate. Haters gonna hate. So we'll see. You know uh, what it's like. I, I know exactly yeah. what it's like, actually. Yeah. Uh, number two, the much anticipated level five RPG, Nino Kuni has been delayed for release in the West, originally released in Japan in late 2011 and initially promised for release stateside and in Europe in 2012. Nino Kuni will now come out in the first quarter of 2013. Beyond at IGN.com is where you send your message to be part of the show, just like Tim Wisehunt did from Virginia. He asked about <laughs> Ninu Kani for uh, the uh, Clements there, mm. but I'll let you do this one too. Uh, Ninu Kani. Kuni. I'm, I'm just writing it like he wrote it. Oh, okay. Ninu Nana has been delayed. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Um, you were looking forward to this one, Colin. This is a, um, this this is a big my, yeah. Colin joint. Yeah, this is one of my most anticipated games. Uh, Me too. So it's disappointing because, first of all, we've had Ninu Kuni in J- like a Japanese PlayStation 3 version of it since December. So we have to continue to look at it for over a year before we get the American <laughs> version. It kind of reminds me, and I think Goldfarb would agree, it kind of reminds me of the localization process back in the day when it would take a year or two for a game to come out here. It just seems like a weird move unless Namco is being kind of wily about it and they don't want to put it out during the fall when all these fucking games come out which is a smart which is a good idea yeah Yeah, i think that's actually very possible because like you saw already like october is so crowded right now like there's major games coming out i think it would drown 
So it might be a smart move. But um, today, though, we got a trailer with the English voice cast. We, we heard the English voices for the first time. Was it good? Awesome. The game looks so, it he looks said, so fun. He says porn star at the end of the trailer. Not nice. sure why. It wasn't on my radar until I saw Hulk Hogan talk about it on Up at Noon the other yeah. week. So that was, mm-hmm. the, that was the turning point for me. Yeah. However, somebody did write in, and I didn't put their question in the thing here, but they were asking, is this another Last Guardian type situation? The answer is no. No, the game's out. The game's done. done. Yeah. yeah. Um, it didn't sell exceptionally well in Japan. I mean, it sold probably a few hundred thousand copies, which is okay for a, a, an audience, you know, a, for a market that small. But uh, when you consider that One Piece, which we'll talk about in a minute, the new One Piece Pirates crossover game sold 800,000 copies in a week. Uh, you know, the market's changing there as well. So, and this is a level five game, nonetheless. Uh, yeah, but Goldfarb said we have a trailer on IGN right now of the English voice acting for the very first time. The game looks fucking awesome. Definitely check it out. Speaking of One Piece, number three, One Piece Pirate Warriors, the smash hit Japanese PS3 exclusive that sold 700,000 copies in its first week on the market there, has been confirmed for Western release. The title is a collaboration between Namco Bandai and Tecmo Koei and mixes the One Piece manga series with Dynasty Warriors type gameplay. According to Namco, it will be released exclusively on the PlayStation Network as a digital download. It's worth noting in Japan it was released as a disc, and we don't know quite why that's happening here. But It's interesting seeing Namco partnering with lots of people. It's smart. Yeah. They're yeah. doing that uh, 3DS game with Project Sega Cross. Project Cross. <laughs> Project Cross Zone. Cross yeah. Zone, right. Yep. You'll get caught up in the uh, Cross Zone. <laughs> Did you guys see on Andrea saying, that, which is a Japanese blog run by our old Japanese correspondent. Uh, a noob! Uh, they had these awesome pictures that they released in Japan teasing the game with okay. color palettes. Yeah. And it was like real and it was the color palettes uh, like, you know, from top to bottom of what color you might see the character in usually. And people guessed correctly almost all the characters. I thought that was like a really clever way to market the game. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um so check that out. That's on IGM. Number four. The Legend of Dragoon, perhaps the single most famous non-square RPG from the PS1 era, is coming to PlayStation Network as a PS1 classic on May 1st. Friend of podcast Beyond Shuhei Yoshida, who produced the game, revealed that a sequel to the game was in development and subsequently canceled, making fans of it cry around the world. The comments in that story I wrote were so depressing. Someone was like, you ruined my day. (laughs) I'm like, sorry. Sorry about that. I'm excited. Legend of Dragoon. I'm not. No? No. I am. Okay. So fuck you, Greg. Hey, you know what? Somebody's got to speak up That's for fair. the minority that is just suppressed all the time. You guys and your JRPGs just running around, <laughs> running the banging business. the drum. Me and my friends. Maybe I want to play some Skyrim, but I can't say that out loud because no, then I'll just don't be, say that. That would be I'll really be unpopular. Pushed nerd. aside like all the other people who love some Western RPGs. Go play it on your Connect. <laughs> Xbox on. <laughs> Number five, Sony has canceled Core, the PSN-centric digital magazine that began in 2008. The April 2012 version of the magazine will be the very last. All because Veronica Belmont left. Could be. Yeah. Hear, hear her discuss it on Up at Noon this Monday <laughs> oh. on Start. YouTube.com. Please come subscribe. Uh, number six, Resident Evil 6 has a new release date. And believe it or not, it will be coming out sooner than originally planned, as, as opposed to not at all. Which would be <laughs> Having been planned to come out on November 20th, Resident Evil 6 will now be released on October 2nd. Hooray! Yeah, it's interesting because, uh, like I was saying a minute ago, October is crazy. Like, now, the first week we have that, uh, right after that we have Bioshock, then Assassin's Creed. It's getting getting crowded. Yeah, and I know we got an email, and you probably didn't print it out, about Resident Evil 5 and how I feel about Resident Evil 5, and I always say I don't like it, and I mm-hmm. think it sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the person asked me if I would ever admit that it's, that it's a good game, and the answer is no. I'll never admit it. If it was not a Resident Evil game, it would be an average third-person shooter. Because it's a Resident yeah. Evil game and because it's supposed to be scary and all that stuff and you have this chick running around with you that just carries your fucking herbs and your ammo, uh, I would say it's not a very good game. And I mean, Resident Evil 6 <laughs> looks like it's going to be the same thing. That, so. The thing is, like, they, they've been talking about the co-op stuff a lot and it does seem like they're doing it better. Um, 
I agree that like coming off of a game that was controversial for its co-op, it's funny to be like, and now there's three characters doing co-op. Like it seems weird. Um, there are at least a bunch of the multiplayer modes and stuff though. Like it has mercenaries mm. mode and Jesus all Christ. that good stuff. So, yeah, that game doesn't do anything for me. No, I mean it would if it was like Resident Evil Four or any of the other Resident Evils. Zero and you know that's a great game. Tank yeah. controls. Uh, Zero is great. Yeah, Resident Evil Zero, underrated yeah. on GameCube. Yeah. Uh, but Capcom has uh, not been known to not be a tone-deaf company. As proved by number seven, <laughs> Capcom has revealed that Lost Planet 3 is in development and will be released sometime in 2013. What's strange about this announcement isn't that a new Lost Planet is coming, but that Spark Unlimited has been entrusted with developing one of Capcom's most beloved contemporary franchises. Spark previously worked on the Duds legendary and turning point fall of liberty, not exactly filling gamers with excitement or optimism. <laughs> that was probably one of the biggest surprises I've heard in a long time when I found out who, who was developing that game. First well, of all, it's weird because, yeah, the Lost Planets were never like, oh, Lost Planet, they were like okay received they were decent games you know what i mean and then yeah now you're switching developers which you would be like oh that's interesting maybe it'll be cool and then it's the people who did fall liberty yeah what a weird decision and it's like lost planet like the first lost planet game was great and you know i think people loved it they were talking about a movie it was like this big deal lost planet 2 like didn't sell well no one liked it i think we gave it a six on ign and like capcom during their earnings report that year they were like they just blamed everything on lost planet they were like oh that that piece of shit like that's (laughs) hey guys did you check out this thing (laughs) yeah exactly so so to revive it we're gonna give it to spark unlimited yeah you know what though everybody deserves second chances colin that's true that's every true. Every every developer pretty much is well, not every developer. I can name a bunch of developers that haven't made any bad games, but there, you know, a lot of good developers have made bad games. So we will give them the benefit of the doubt. And I will say, time time constraints. You're, you're, you yeah. have to hit a deadline. You have to hit a milestone. You have a you know a, a per what do you call it? A, st- <laughs> a publisher. Call it? Sorry, uh, I'm okay, tired. Okay. I was trying to say producer. Publisher breathing down your neck trying to get the game out. Yeah, I I, I mean that is a good a, a good excuse and I think a valid excuse. And especially because Turning Point Fall of Liberty was a great idea. That yeah. was a fucking really good idea for a game. But, and I, I love it. It's alternate history and all that stuff, and that's really good stuff. The Nazis invade the United States. That's good stuff. But, what about Legendary the Box? That was a good idea. No, Pan- yeah. Pandora's Box. Yeah. It's a great yeah, idea. Yeah. But I don't really buy that as a valid excuse when you, like, we always talk about, like, Naughty Dog. Two-year development cycle for one but of I the think, best games yeah, in yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think if they needed more time, I think Sony would give it to them. Maybe not now, in the post-Last Guardian. But they don't need Shuhei more time. Shuhei Yoshida cracking the whip, but. But the point is that they don't need more time. True. And Sony developers typically, well, I want to say typically because there are examples of this too, but they like to put their release dates way out in the future and then they actually hit them mm-hmm. for the most part. The Last Guardian, not with, withstanding, and Gran Turismo. It's the exception that proves the rule. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Number eight, Zen Pinball 2 has been announced for PS3 and PlayStation Vita. Better yet, the game will be completely free and will allow players to import tables from the original Zen Pinball into both the PS3 and Vita versions. Zen Pinball 2 will appear, appears to rely on microtransactions contingent on players buying new tables as they go. That's pretty cool. Yeah, people love Zen Pinball. Uh, and it's cool that you can take your tables, it seems, from the PS3 original version and bring them onto the Vita. Yeah, version. that's true. That's cool. Uh, number nine, Journey was the best-selling game on PlayStation Network in March, with Infamous oh, Festival of Blood, so... Resident Evil 4 HD, mm-hmm. MotorStorm RC, and Killzone 3's multiplayer component rounding out the top five. Hard to believe Festival of Blood still sound like that. Yeah, it is. It is because it's not that good. It's no, not... don't fucking say that. You and I fight on that. That's a good game. Escape Plan Unit 13, Tales from Space about a blob, Super Stardust yeah. Delta, and Plants vs. Zombies were March's top five best-selling PSP. Plants vs. Zombies, you say? That's right. Well, Colin, do I have something related to Plants vs. Zombies for you? Oh my god, it's a zombie! Ah, good one, Gold Farm. Fuck you off. can t- drink your iced coffee for a second there. Get out, let let the big boys talk, all right? <laughs> uh, our good friends at Sony Online Entertainment have provided us with 10 codes to give away for Plants vs. Zombies and 10 Plants vs. Zombies statues to give away. So you get two things once. And I know what you're about to say, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a second, Greg. I won blank prize 
blank number of years ago and you've never sent it. It's, you keep saying it's under your desk. That's very true, Uncharted people who want Uncharted stuff. Sorry. That's why the Sony Online people will send you the, the statue straight away. And I will email you the code. I'd like a statue. It's too late. I'm sorry. Mm. We already. I just announced ten. I'll see if I can pull some strings for you and get you a Plants vs. Zombies statue. I have one already. I wonder if it's the same. Is it in the? It's like the disco guy. I think. No. No. Oh, it's, it's a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want a plant. Oh, sorry. No. 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 I, no. I'll no, take a disco zombie. No, okay. Fine. Well, I don't like the zombies. I like the plants. Oh God. Uh, well, I guess we're battling. Why you, you can't move out with the Roper report? We didn't tell people how to win this stuff. <laughs> You're all set. That's it. So email number beyond at ign.com <laughs> and answer me this question. What is Ryan Clements' middle name? Oh. It's been discussed here on the podcast, I'm sure, at some point. Maybe. It has been. Okay, good. Uh, number 10. Beyond the IGN, what's Ryan's name? I'll pick 10. The first 10 winners get the 10 prizes. I'll email you back. You'll have to give me your address, and I will give it you the code, and then you can get your thing from Sony. If they don't ship internationally, that's your own fault. Move to America. Love it or leave it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm proud to be American. (laughs) Australian bus full of nuns flipped over. (laughs) Number 10. We're listening. Konami has dropped Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker from the PlayStation Vita version of the Metal Gear Solid HD collection. This leaves only Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, and the MSX versions of Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 onto the collection. That's kind of whack, but I understand why they did it. Yeah, King Brando wrote into Beyond at IGN.com just like you can. He says, with all the talk about Peace Walker, I was really looking forward to it coming to the Metal Gear collection on Vita with no Peace Walker. What do you think about that, and why do you think they have no plans for it? Or what, do they have other plans for it? Uh, it this has been interesting because a kid on Twitter... Uh, approached me asking me about it not being on the collection. And I said, no, no, that's... If you remember, there was a whole bunch of confusion when when the PS3 version was coming out about what territories got what game and blah, 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 blah. And Kojima laid it out once in a blog and made it sound like the Vita version was getting Peace Walker. Our official fact page still has Peace Walker on it. And that was a confusion. The kid asked me about it not being on the Vita. I was like, no, it's totally on the Vita. You're crazy. Maybe not in Europe. And then, of course, this news broke from Mike Thompson. He went and saw some Vita games for us. And that it's not there. And some kids thought it, they'd known it the whole time. Others didn't know. Whatever. The, the thing is that it's incredibly disappointing. Especially for the fact that if you bought the PS3 version thinking you could go back and forth, transfer if you want. If you I will. like transferring. It doesn't make sense that you, it sucks that you can't transfer now to your PS, PS Vita with the Peace Walker save. Especially because if you have it on PSP already digitally and you install it on your Vita, your Vita currently can't transfer. Like your your Vita, when you connect it to the PS3, doesn't look at it and say, "Oh, here we're transferring data this way." So you're totally screwed out of that feature that would have been there. And so I guess the reason they haven't done this, and this is me speculating, of course, is that that you already have a way to get Peace Walker by d- buying the PSP version, and you don't have to. I guess don't have to patch in trophies and all the other jazz. But it's really suck. It really sucks to me. I don't know if this is true. I mean, this is conjecture too. Is that they Konami has nothing anyone cares about right now. Like true. That's a true point. at all. So. Uh, they look at Peace Walker on PSP and probably on the PSN. And they're like, "This is actually probably making us money." People are, are people are going to pay thirty bucks to play the yeah, PSP, and they're probably like, Vitas. "They're probably like, we can't, we we got to take this out uh, yeah. because people will just buy it." Yeah. And that's I, I assume that that's what happened. You figure it's forty bucks right now for Metal Gear Three and or Metal Gear Two, and Metal Gear Three in the collection on the Vita, and then yeah, it's an I mean, which is I, a pretty good deal. No, totally, those games yeah. are awesome. This yeah, isn't taking away too. from that collection. When I'm sure I'll end up reviewing that collection. When I do, I'm not going to knock it seriously. I'm going to I'll point out that you know it isn't there, but you're still getting two amazing games on the go, whatever that do transfer. Those games. That's what's so backwards about this whole thing is that those games transfer between the ps3 version and the vita version but for some reason right now maybe it'll be patched maybe when the other game comes out it doesn't see the vita set or i'm sorry the uh, peace walker save. right right very confusing it's all very weird but yeah i think it is an almighty dollar kind of thing yeah i mean that makes sense 
I guess. But I, guess. I, w- I was really looking forward to playing Peace Walker again for trophies. Yeah, I on will, the go. I was too. I mean, you can you so, it, but Peace Walker is on the PSP. PS3 version. PS3 version, correct? Yes. So, you can and, play and it on so, the PS3. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it none of this technical shit makes any sense. It's already patched for trophies, and it's already upscaled. So that really leads me to believe it has to be like a, a money issue. And I, and I understand that because Konami refuses to make a fucking Castlevania game. Yeah. So that's that. And they released this broken Silent Hill shit that I had no nothing about, but apparently it's all fucked up. Yeah. And the Silent Hill game on Vita just I was supposed to come out things. one day and I then it just things. never came out. Yeah. So. Yep. yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, you're asking what does it mean for it? Either they're going to leave it as a PSP or don't be surprised if uh, at E3 they announce the Vita downloadable version in HD with all the stuff and b- trophies and then we wait another year to get it to download. Here's what I say about Konami. Tell me what you say. They're going to be in trouble soon. You uh, think so? Yeah. I don't, it's one of the things I have been saying that, and I just don't ever see it happen. It's just like they... <laughs> if they don't get revenge out... I mean, that, I mean, hey, can you, could you just imagine... Like, that's one thing. Can you imagine how much it costs them to make that game and then cancel it and then make it again? Yeah. Like, that's a bold move. They should have never probably done that, you know, because they probably are going <laughs> to lose money on the game because no one really cares about Metal Gear right now. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And... I don't know, Silent Hill, I think they lost a lot of cachet with fans with Silent Hill, like, all this shit, and, uh, like I said, like, I know I'm a huge Castlevania fan and stuff, but, like, what are you fucking doing over there with Castlevania? You release a DS or a a 3D, or a DS or a GBA or whatever version of the game every year for, like, ten years, or not, like, eight years, and they were awesome, and everyone loved them, and then just nothing for three years. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't port those over. Yeah, just port them all over, all of them. One collection. Dude, I'd pay, I'd pay... Hundreds of dollars for a collection with all of those all of those games on it. You know, it's, it's like, amazing. Those games are fucking awesome. They haven't done it on 3ds or even on the eShop or anything either. Like, I mean, they're not putting it anywhere. It's, it's weird. Even, yeah, it's a weird decision. And as far as Revenge, it's like I forgot that game was even coming. <laughs> like, it's like how weird is that? Like, because everyone's forgotten it's coming. Yeah, yeah. no that, one believes. There was it. a point. Like, I mean, if that had come out last fall, that would have been like an anticipated game. And now it's like. We've done lists of our 20 most anticipated games of 2012, and I don't think anyone said Revenge. I mean, is it one of those things is that coming out this year? No, I. I mean, it's like <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I sincerely doubt it's coming out yeah. this year, and I and I I don't know if anybody's yelling at their iPod right now, but they've never announced a release date. I don't think. No, but I, and I don't think they've ever targeted years or anything either. But I don't think it's going to come out next year. I mean, I, I can't. Ima- <laughs> I can't imagine that. The, like, really, think who's developing it now? Uh, it's Platinum. Platinum now. Games. Platinum, yeah. So all right, so Platinum Games is. I mean, Platinum made Vanquish is one of the best games of the generation. Let's be let's be serious for a minute. So you know they they have great credentials, but. Assuming that, the, yeah, assuming that it's going to take, assuming maybe they've worked on big working on the game for a year, they need another year and a half or so. I mean, it's a Metal Gear game. Like, what do you, you know? And that's what I'm saying. If you're not going to put the time and you're going to release it mid next year or something like that, you should have just released the fucking old version of the game with yep. the watermelon getting chopped and all that shit. <laughs> uh, number number eleven, <laughs> Escape Plan DLC is now live, but you may be at a loss as to how to find it. Unlike virtually all DLC, Escape Plan's DLC isn't on the PlayStation Store. Instead, since it's completely free and comes bundled with a substantial patch that fixes some issues with the game and comes in at a whopping 500 megs, you'll need to go to the game's live area while connected to PSN to begin to download. And I suggest you do so because it fixes many things about the game. You do it where you click on it right and then up, like from the screen where it says hit, hit to start, you have to then clock, click up the Yeah, there's like an arrow area. button or yeah. whatever. And if you're connected to PSN, it might just da- prompt you to download when you start it up. Mm-mm. But either way... That, it's a good tip. A lot of games I know are do that. That's how I think there was an Uncharted patch a while ago that you had to get that way to. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, yeah, I talked to Jeff uh, uh, at PlayStation Blog. Rubenstein. Yep. And, Zombie Blog Neck. And because uh, I was confused. I'm like, where the hell is he? He's like, it's in the live area. And I'm like, I'm going to write an article about that. So I'm surprised he could take a break from the minis to get going. But I guess his wife now and daughter, are just they're cranking away yeah, next to him. They made Cannonball, and now they're just chilling out. <laughs> 
Uh, number 12, this is the last one. Capcom has confirmed that the PlayStation Vita version of Street Fighter Cross Tekken will support seamless online crossplay between the Vita and PS3. How this will end up working in real time, of course, remains to be seen. Although indications from uh, the event said that it works. Yeah, who, I remember somebody wrote about that and they said it, it was working well. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot Rich of... Rich George, maybe. Yeah, Rich probably, yeah. and I've been seeing a lot of Twitter chatter about it, too, that it actually works. Yeah, they showed it, though. It wasn't, like, real time. Like, they showed it um, simulated. So, in other words, they showed someone uh, playing it on Vita. They showed someone playing it on PS3 to show how it will work. And Because you it, couldn't wrap your head around that. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I mean, would it look like? The problem is they said it'll work on 3G and Wi-Fi. And Which doesn't like, make any sense. Yeah, it's not going to... believe. Yeah, I can't imagine people playing PS3 versus Vita over 3G. Like, there will be so much lag that yeah. won't happen. If that's true and Capcom somehow made that work... It'll be huge. It'll be amazing. Then that's yeah. going to set new precedent, especially for that Call of Duty game. Um, one other cool thing as far as connectivity is that uh, the Vita version has 12 new characters. Um, and if you connect the Vita version to the PS3 version, you unlock those characters. Or you can buy them as DLC on the PS3 version. Get some coal up in this biz. And obviously, those are the ones that everyone's freaking out about because they were already on the disc and mm-hmm. there are fights. Coal being petitions. in that game, by the way, has to, has to indicate that Infamous 3 is going to be announced. I just feel like, because by the time that game comes out, I feel like E3, we're going to see Infamous 3, and, or Infamous on Vita, more I likely, so. I think. Yeah, and, that would be awesome. And, because uh, they need, I think Sony probably realized, and they they need first-party cred right now on, on there really bad. And I think if an Infamous game would be fucking yeah. gangbusters for that. Totally. In relative terms. I mean, that was the big thing when they announced it, remember, is that you and I looked at each other and talked about it, that this, this was Sony saying... We believe in Sucker Punch. We believe in this franchise. He is on Cole is on the level of Sackboy, of Nathan Drake, a face of this company that we can't deny. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a big deal. So I'm 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 so excited to see what Sucker Punch is working on. That, that's the, my most anticipated question mark right now. I hope it turns out to be a dance game. I Me hope too. I, I wouldn't mind if it's not Infamous as long as it's something fucking dope. You yeah. Know? But I, I hope I want one more. Infamous Come on, game. that that mad scientist Nate Fox up there. He's not yeah. gonna give you something <laughs> no. crappy. No, he's he's just he's got he's this. got the, he's got that beakers out in his lab yeah. coat making a game. He's all set. <laughs> that's it. Oh, wow, okay. Well, you know, me and Goldfarb here, we're excited for that Infamous game, but that's not coming out for a long time. It's not even announced, or maybe not even <laughs> might be real at all. It doesn't even exist. <laughs> uh, Colin. Yeah. If Goldfarb and I wanted to hold hands and go to the old Brock and Pop Mop shop, yep. where would we go to find out what games are there? You go to the official upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms. I fucked that one up. No, you got it. I don't have the list today. Oh. It's do, the official do, upcoming do, PlayStation. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, do, no, do, there's, do, no, games. Do. there's no games this week. Bam. All right, then. I will fill in for Ryan. Ryan, I lied to the Podcast Beyond audience. Clements, mm-hmm. uh, here's your digital update. You got some PSN games. Skullgirls. He gave that a what? I forget. Eight and a half. I think. Eight and a half. Uh, you got the Sour Patch Kids, World Gone Sour. Mm-hmm. You're reviewing that one. Oh, yeah. Not bad. No, not at all. All right. It's cheap, too. It's really Look cheap. for the review here on IGN. Yeah, five bucks, four ninety nine. Yeah. That's a good deal. Also, worth pointing out, that got trophies? Yeah. That's a full game for four ninety nine. Get your shit together, minis. I have all the trophies but two bronzes. Oh, I got like a gold that. for no beating platinum. it. No, no platinum. Imagine that game had a platinum. Then How nothing long would it? make sense. Oh. <laughs> nothing four, would make sense. Four hours, maybe. Oh, okay, cool. And then Pinball Arcade. Yeah, I downloaded that on Vita. Yeah, ten bucks goes back and forth between Vita and PSN. What'd you think of it? It's a pinball game. Like I don't I, pinball pinball video game players are like really hardcore about their pinball games. Yeah. But I'm, I don't really feel confident in assessing that product. But I know that the the that product is supposed to be different than Zen in that like it's supposed to be like very realistic and mm-hmm. I use real tables and stuff like that. Okay. Then over on Vita, yeah, Pinball Arcade's still there. Is it a one-time purchase? Get both Yeah, you get versions? both for one. Nice. And then for free, The Treasures oh, of Montezuma Blitz. Don't get me started on the fucking game. There's an article going up on IGN about Montezuma Blitz. Not free at all. Spoilers. It's not free. No, it's not. It's bullshit is what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. Then you got a, you got a mini. It's called Defenders of the Mystic Garden. 
Uh, PlayStation Plus gets a cannonball Wait, for free. Of the Mystic Garden? Mystic Garden. Okay. Okay. What's Mystic about it? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I didn't make it. You can call Jeff and he'll, tell, he'll give you the whole right, thing. We'll do. You get Mystic Garden for free if you're PlayStation Plus. There's a House of the Dead 4 demo. Bunch of DLC. Discounts on Dead Block. It's a mini. Lol. I like that you printed out screenshots in there. Well, I I wanted to do the opposite of what Clements does, where he prints off seven pages of the Google Docs. And he refuses to look at them before he needs to. Exactly, before he reads them. So he sits here and reads (laughs) in front of us. Even though I just kind of did the same thing. But I shortened. I know nobody cares about the discounts. I just print off the article Colin works so hard on, because he already already cuts it down to what it needs to be. And plus, printing from IGN is so easy. So I know why you would. Yeah, I just copy and paste into work. Um, So that's your your digital downloads. Now, here's something. Can you blow the dust off this for me, Moriarty? Thanks, Goldfarb, I guess. Whatever. Sorry, I was, I was yawning. Yeah. He was well, nowhere near his mic. I guess nobody would have known the difference. Uh, we, we, had, we had our good friend Tim Biggs write in. We don't really know Tim, but he's a Beyond listener, right. so he's clearly our friend. He wrote into Beyond at IGN.com with a mini review. We oh, haven't good. had one of these in okay, forever. Good. This is the mini review for Floating Cloud God Saves the Pilgrims. <laughs> is, that, is that real? Maybe? I don't, I don't know. know, but I hope it is because it sounds awesome. It, it, I looked through. It wasn't in today's update, and we, I, we've never talked about it before to yeah. my knowledge. So I'm not sure if he made it up or maybe he's in the UK and he got it before. Yeah, it could but be. e- could either be. way, I like it. And if it is made up, maybe this is just him testing it. And this is how little we <laughs> think of minis that we think this could be a real one. Tim writes, continuing the recent trend of describing the majority of the game experience in the title, Floating Cloud God Saves the Pilgrims is a mini, ta- mini that tasks you as a floating cloud god with saving some pilgrims. <laughs> It's unclear why Rubenstein and company insist on naming conventions when, in this case at least, it robs the player of some of the potentially interesting aspects of the game. The aspect in which they say, wait, I'm some kind of floating cloud god? Unfortunately, floating cloud god saves the pilgrims is exactly what you expect from a mini. The text is huge, the gameplay is repetitive, the sound design is annoying, and its entire existence is baffling. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Remember, if you, want, <laughs> if you want to play a mini and then send in your mini review, do so to beyond.ign.com. Don't make them up. We'll have to check this one in the UK stores. By the way, yeah. uh, you said Rubenstein, and you, it's yelled Rubenstein, at, you, you yelled at me last week for saying Rubenstein. Did I yell? Yeah, you yelled at me. Really? You screamed at me. On air? You screamed. Really? No, not really. You like scolded me. me. Yeah. We quarreled. Jeff Rubenstein, everybody. Yes. Over at the PlayStation you blog. It. I'm just saying you said H- Him and his friend, Ray Gooty Potato and <laughs> Sid, Sid Alien. Sid, Sid Alien. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a bad one. Huh? Sid Vicious. I liked it. You didn't like it. Shut up. Go for him. All right. I liked it. Toe, 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 toe. What did we leave off the Roper report there, Moriarty? Sour Patch Kids game. Shut the fuck up. Will Vengeance bring redemption? Will Vengeance bring redemption? 0412. No, damn it. It's 1912. The announcement uh, happened uh, shut up. today. Just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you didn't catch it last night because you were sleeping like Colin and I, uh, there's a PlayStation Facebook post that went up. It's just words. It says, yeah, Revengeance is coming. Revengeance is transferring. Yeah, Revengeance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like a God of War 4 teaser when you blow it's an image. It's got a God of War 4 look to, or God of War look to it. Then you blow it up and down in the corner it looks like a little bit of swirl in the blades of chaos there. So it looks like an announcement is coming in some kind of uh, way next Thursday the 19th, April 19th. Beyond will maybe wait for it, maybe not, who knows. Yeah. We think it's God of War. I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's pretty, yeah, we all think it's pretty obvious, right? Yep. It's one of those things, we, Colin and I did a, a video, I heard it won a Webby while we were up here. Wow. Um, it was about, yeah, us dis- discussing this. It's possible that it could be something else. Title Fight has been rumored. As, it's one of those things, God of War has been so rumored lately. And the tester people were going to work on a blockbuster game 
from Sony Santa Monica, and they make God of War, and that's the blockbuster, right? Connecticut so, too. Connecticut too. Uh, Christian Phillips to Connecticut too. <laughs> uh, anyways, though. It's got to be God of War 4, I say. It could be title fight. I think you've kicked around other ideas, too. You were talking stuff. I was just saying. I, I, po- I, you were, we're saying 99% probably God of War. And then we're saying the 1% title fight. And then the 0%, all these other games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just uh, – and, and just to spitball and make it more interesting because it's so – it's too obvious. You know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. like I remember when before I saw it today when I, when I came in, I'm like, I'll write an article about the five games it could be because like, yeah. maybe it's Siphon Filter. Maybe it's maybe it's the getaway. Maybe, you know. But then like, I looked at it. I saw it. I'm like, oh, like this isn't – interesting this yeah. is uh, so obvious i mean yeah. the, the way around it is it could be a curveball and it is a title fight announcement in kratos is in the game so they get they get away with it right. but then it doesn't even make that much sense the revengeance coming i think it's going to be a new trailer for little big planet karting really that'd be awesome <laughs> with will vengeance bring redemption and then it's like sack boy driving his car <laughs> uh brendan from scarobro writes in beyond at ign.com beyond beyond, beyond. With, with the picture on sony's facebook page seemingly being god of war 4 i was wondering how excited you are for god of war 4 yeah i'm not excited at all i like god of war 3 a lot it's one, it, and I've, I've, it, like a fine wine. My appreciation of God of War games has aged over time to the point where I enjoy them. Yeah, it, it's this weird thing where like I've, I'm honestly not that excited for God of War four, but I am excited for a God of War four trailer because like that's a game that's gonna have awesome set pieces and they're gonna like how are they gonna top themselves and what big fucking crazy things are you gonna fight this time? Yeah, like, I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I'll, I mean I'll play it. Yeah, of course you will. You play everything. That's You're true. in your goal farm. Dark I'll play news. it too. I mean, what I've realized about like so. What I've realized, I guess, about God of War is that I'm, I'm a little harsh on it uh, because mechanically the games are great and they're fun in a sense, but they're just so uninspired and repetitive. And that's like what really bothers me. It's like I, when I look at like the whole stable of things and people love God of War almost more than more than almost anything except for maybe Uncharted, you know, and it's like, why? That's that's kind of, it's the same thing I feel about Killzone, frankly. It's like there are really awesome games that we ignore, like our franchises we ignore, and then people eat up God of War, and that's their prerogative, and I appreciate that because mechanically the games are great. But I, I just can't get excited about it because I know it's just going to probably be the same fucking thing, you know? Yeah, we talk about this yeah. all the time how we don't like Kratos as a character. Yeah, that, he's a ter- he's a terrible character. Yeah, I agree. That's a, it's funny because like the the combat is just fun. Like they're yeah, like fun that's the games thing about it. Play. And I think they're beautiful. They're yeah, beautiful they games. They're fun for sure. You want to see the crazy kill that he's going to do on whatever he's about to do. It's like I am excited visually for it. Yeah, because like this could be the swan song of the PlayStation Three in terms of like the the peak of its visuals. No you way. Know? Like I, it could do. Like, Uncharted. I think Uncharted. The last of us yeah, Uncharted runs rings around God of War Three. Look at God of War Two on PS Two. Like that was like yeah, the was culmination be- of what the PS Two could do. Like I would love to see Santa Monica. Well, you never played Oni, so there you go. Touche. Here's another interesting fact, by the way, I was thinking fact. about. Now, with God of War 4 presumably on the horizon soon, mm-hmm. probably this year at some point, uh, <laughs> Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica has created four God of War games and, and, <laughs> and consulted on an asinine amount of PSN and other games in the time that Team Japan or Team Eco <laughs> has been working on The Last Guardian. So, add that to the list of things that I've said. Yeah, that's about crazy. all of the games that have come out in the, in the meantime. I have never thought about them in that context. Jack writes into beyond at IGN.com. He says, I have a question, and I am intrigued what your answer will be, especially Colin. So here it goes. If there is a major PS3 God of War title, perhaps 4 in development for release this year, will it affect the potential release of The Last of Us this year? Sony has gone out on record saying recently that they are going to release fewer titles per year so as to let those titles have more room to breathe. Also... It is generally known that Sony has always listed The Last of Us for late 2012, early 2013. What do you say, Colin? Uh, Jack's got you on the spot. No, I mean, I, I don't know what Naughty Dog intends on doing. I'm just saying that Naughty Dog, it would make sense if Naughty Dog released the game every year from now on. And so, 
you know, with with Orbis rumors swirling, presumably Orbis comes out at the end of tw- of 2013. You assume a Naughty Dog game will be a launch game, and so the Last of Us would therefore come out in late 2012. So now this is a good point, but I mean, for all we know, God of War 4 can come out this summer. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, there were, we had a rumor story up about it maybe being released in September. That was some retailer leak or whatever. Yeah, so if that comes out September and then they release, you know, I assume there's probably going to be maybe a Killzone game or something this year. And then no way, Gorilla's working on something. We I we agree, haven't seen but anything I, I don't in think two years. exactly, and I don't think you're going to see it at E3 and they're going to say it'll be out in two months. They're working on something. Maybe Killzone Vita, and then although Cambridge is doing that, not Gorilla. Yeah, Cambridge. Uh, but uh, yeah, Sony Cambridge. But uh, yeah, maybe the last was in November, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I, I'm. It's really wishful thinking that the last was is coming out this year. But it makes sense to me if Naughty Dog wants to, you know, release a game every year with two teams and going back and forth, yeah. or whatever. Because otherwise, it's gonna be two of their games in the same year. Yeah, and, I think I think you're. I think even if Sony put them both out this year, it wouldn't be against them trying to slow down production or not to you know they also they wouldn't hurt each other like i don't don't think well that's the big argument we made last year when we came out of last year right that all these playstation exclusives that were should have been huge games did not do huge numbers because we think oh resistance got great scores and that's cool it sounds cool but i'm saving my money for uncharted I, i mean maybe i guess i can see that but like i think the people buying god of war are the people who bought the first three God of War. Sure. Like, I mean, I, I think because it's a numbered sequel, it's kind of different than... Like, The Last of Us is fucking exciting for very different reasons than a God of War fan would be excited for God of War 4. True, true, true. Interesting. Well, seriously, I mean, he brings up a good point. I mean, I would say The Last of Us is the one that could move to 2013. God of War 4, I would be very, very surprised if it didn't come out in 2012. Hmm, interesting. Um, whereas The Last of Us, like, I can kind of see coming out early 2013. Yeah, I guess. We'll see. We'll see, see, it's just so weird. I don't. It, I don't know. It's usually it, you make an announcement at E3. Usually, it's not that year. That's my thing. That's my thought process on it. You know what I mean? That's why I would flip the coin and say it's more likely that The Last of Us comes out this year and God of War is a spring. It was a spring game. God of War three was a spring game too. God of War one was a spring game, and God of War two, two was yeah two was as so well. They were yeah. all actually actually to, yeah to be to be fair they all came out around the same time yeah because it was March. Yeah. God of War one was March 05. but the announcement's not at E three. It's in April. True. That's also true. You got me. You got me pegged here. Can we bet a pizza on it? No, I, I don't feel that strong There's about it. Many, well, how many sorry. pizzas are in circulation? Yeah, I know. Right? I don't even know anymore. I'm, right. Somebody's gonna cash me out one day, bankrupt me. <laughs> cash you out. Speaking of this God of War business, yeah. like we said, the winner of Tester season three was gonna go work at Sony Santa Monica on their next big blockbuster. Probably God of War four. We're assuming here. That's what we're mm-hmm. guessing. Uh, we don't know for sure, but we do know for sure who the winner of the Tester is. If you don't want to know, plug ears. It's Achilles Might. And Achilles is here with us right now. That's right, Colin. Mm. Our tester season three journey has come to an end. Has it? After just going through the piles and piles of losers of carcasses that weren't worthy of Brent Goki's boot heel. <laughs> we finally come to the winner, Mr. Achilles Might. Beyond! Beyond! Oh, Achilles, I'm so glad you won. You in reality, you, you said Beyond. You weren't, a, you weren't a jerk like Christy Pride, too good for the Beyond when I was on the show. Or Sky Diddy, who had no idea what I was. But here you are. Look at you. you know Again, the, season three winner of the tester, just like seasons one and two, Colin, Beyond mm. fan. It's I'm, no coincidence. I'm just saying that if you, obviously we get the best PlayStation fans listening, you go far. Indeed. Yep. Achilles, at what point did you say, I have this in the bag? What is it, was it like when you walk, as soon as you walk in, you look around and you're like, man, I look like a man and the rest of these people are clearly man children. I'm going to just beat the <laughs> shit out of each one of them. You know, I had to, uh, I had to fight that urge to just display, you know, this alphaness. So I, you know, I kind of tried to humble myself back and, um, I, you know, honestly, there's, they, they were they were fierce. Um, the, the competition was kind of fierce, man, and it, you never knew what to expect, especially from people like like Diddy. I mean, Diddy's like a he's, you know he's 
he's a ninja. Um, he's know, a wild ego, card. You know, yeah, he definitely is a wild card. You know, ego, ego was talented. Um, you know, he definitely had the creativity going. So I had to watch that. Um, but you know, I, I definitely didn't want to underestimate anybody. So you know, at, at, at no point I wanted to do that. So, um, but you know, um, during the final challenge, that you know, uh, like when I when I came in there and, and I was playing Starhawk, I've never played a game like that, like with that much focus. So I was kind of in the zone, like in the zone. Um, so it was, it was probably around there, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm probably gonna take this thing. So good. Now you know we talked some of the we talked all the female losers too. That was fun. <laughs> all right, Colin, yeah. slimy high five. Anyways, you know they talked a little bit at times about how you know people would look past them maybe because they were a female gamer. When you came on, were you worried about people looking past you because you're just so goddamn beautiful? <laughs> you're just, like I think reality called you like the most perfect human being last time, and that's pretty right. Nah, man. Um, nah. I, I, I was just uh, actually like I was trying to troll. Um, like, when I first got out of the van, because I had my glasses on, I kept them on just for a reason, because I wanted everybody to think I was an asshole. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, to, just to, you know, think I was just, like, you know, I, I just thought my, you know, I just, you know, I was a brown noser. Um, so I, I wanted to, I wanted them to, to, to catch that, and, and so I can come from behind and then, you know, be a leader. Um, so everybody was surprised when it happened. But, um, nah, man, like, you know, I, I wasn't really worried about, you know, how people viewed me too much. Gotcha. Um, we weren't there for that, so. Now, are you, and so you've always been a nice guy, right? I follow you on Twitter now. You've always been very nice. People, you retweet the people who are telling you, you know, you're doing well on the show. Did you, were yep. you nice on Twitter just because you knew you won and you didn't want to burn a bridge with Santa Monica before you got there? <laughs> no, man. Um, that, that's just how I was raised. You know, I was brought up to, you know, to be respectful, and um, it was just I keep that going with me. So, you know, I uh, I try to to give back as much as I can, and you know, just to let people know that hey, you know, I'm not like I don't think I'm bigger than life or you know or better than anybody or, or cocky so gotcha so now how much does your life change what, what were you doing beforehand and then when are you moving to santa monica um well i mean right now you know i've been kind of waiting in the wings um just waiting on the word but uh, i'm actually i should be starting uh probably in the next couple of weeks here um it's really soon so they're gonna throw me right in there and um and i just can't wait uh it's the it's the unknown you know so it could be scary but i'm actually finding the unknown kind of a worry yeah well what were you doing beforehand um, well, I'm in, I'm in school. Um, you know, I'm still in a... a Glad you can put that course. behind you, right? Man, fuck yeah. books. It's <laughs> over. You got a job now, <laughs> <Nah>. son. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, know, you never stop learning, man. So, but, um, but yeah, so at least you take a break. You know, I definitely need a break. So, um, but, you know, definitely to focus on this. And this is, this is exciting. Um, so I can't wait to start. Well, good. Achilles, I wish you the best. Before I let you go, Kyle Moriarty has a test. He puts all the testers uh, through. Now, again, the, the losers, they haven't done well in this test, but I have great uh, hopes in you. No, I, 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 I'm not going to do the test this week. Right? What? As, as, because I appreciate his, his humility, his, his grace. Uh, this conversation has been quite pleasant. Uh, <laughs> So oh, the other man. conversations were so I mean, bad. I, I, I listened, so I, I know what you were going to ask. <laughs> yeah, no, so you, so I knew what you were going to ask. You, you're ready to say Sucker Punch or Band or whatever. That's, that's fine. That's good. But you, you won, and you're going to work at one of them now, so you can just say your own studio. we got to uh, be careful. Yeah, right. In five years, he's going to be the one like managing all our exclusives and not letting us get anything. I know. Like I keep saying, Will Powers, is, uh, he, he holds all the power in his hands right now. He's gonna, he's, soon he's going he's gonna to ascend and, <laughs> yeah. and, and dangle our exclusives in front of our faces. And then that will be you in, in future years. Yeah, hopefully. Definitely so. Okay. Well, Achilles, thank you for coming on. 
Hey, thanks for having me. It's man. been a pleasure I watching you. I, I hope you continue to w listen to us here as you get on the other side of the fence there. Send us all, whenever you're ready to leak information, you know to link it leak it to beyond oh, at IGN.com. You already know who I'm going to have. I'm going to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the exclusive version. Connecticut 2, here it comes. Yeah, <laughs> all right, well, thanks so much. Give me a beyond before you go. Oh, beyond! Beyond! beyond. I tell you, Achilles, right. what a great guy. Yeah, that was great. Wow. Yeah. You weren't. You don't even know Goldfarm. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about Goldfarm. Just to, just to ruin it for everyone, when when we do those things, we it's so obvious, of course, but we just say something and then stop talking for a second and then just keep going. Oh shoot! And yeah, uh, Clint usually breaks it at some point. And there it is. I'll remember now. Three sixty four is when I I need to break this bad boy off like a Kit Kat. Ball. Should we get into the Maelstrom? Maelstrom, mail call, reader mail. Goldfarm. Goldfarm. Hey, Goldfarm. Hey, thank you. Hey, Good listeners. job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Let's see, what's a good one to start it with? Oh, here we go. Kevin writes in. He says, Beyond. 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 What should I cook for dinner tonight for myself and my girlfriend? Huh. Tacos. Okay. Anything with gluten in it. Just lots of gluten. I, I can't imagine living without gluten. Tacos is a good answer. He also asked, can I be hit of the week? <laughs> no, you cannot. I just Sorry, Kevin. murder you right now. <laughs> Pity party Moriarty. Is Pity the party Moriarty. I love it. All right, let's, let's get your mind off of what you don't like. Okay. Gluten. Yeah. And what you do like. I love gluten. <laughs> I was trying to reverse psychology. I was Let's trying to get an I love gluten shirt for you. <laughs> Topher from Cincinnati writes in, I'm wondering how you think Ass Creed developers will handle the delicate issue of depicting slavery in their new game. Is there a good way or bad way to do this? Uh, uh, I mean, I don't think there's a... There's definitely a bad way to do it yet. Um, <laughs> I think... Um, I mean, it's funny because they were talking at GDC about how they've removed some sensitive stuff. Like, um, they talked about how scalping was in the game early uh, on, uh -huh. and they took it out. Um, so I think they're definitely aware of the need to be sensitive. I mean, Assassin's Creed 3 is a really interesting game for a lot of reasons. Yeah, slavery's up there. Um, the fact that this game has to be marketed in the UK when it's about killing a bunch of UK soldiers. Like, yeah, um, I think they'd get over we, they'd get over that. I huh? mean, for sure, but it, it's just like get something over, like... Get over, you lost. The, the packaging... <laughs> and I'm proud to be an American... <laughs> I mean, the packaging has American flags all over it, man. It's going to sit in next to the fucking Union Jack at, at the UK Best Buys. I'm sure they have, have British they, flags all over the have place. They already, <laughs> <laughs> have they already uh, announced the, you, you would know this, the, the British boxer? So they announced special editions only for Europe, actually. They haven't announced the US special edition yet. And um, it's like the, the live free or die edition and the freedom edition. And they're oh, wow. covered in American flags. So it's like... Assassin's Creed 3 is a funny game because um, it's it's this incredible period of history, but it is very specific to our country, so it's interesting. Yeah, but as I've argued in the past, and I think that people around the world recognize that... You better recognize. You know, oh, I, I, I mean, and I've said this before, I think you have to recognize that and just in, in, the, in the course of world history, if you look at maybe the five most important events, the American Revolution is one of them. Uh, for everybody, not, yeah. for, not only for us. So, because it inspired the the resurgence of Republican forms of little R Republican forms of democracy and, and representative democracy and all that stuff, and that's huge and that influenced everybody. So, yeah. Um, as far as slavery, like I, I think maybe there will be something in the game, but like I don't think you're gonna have like a slave companion or anything. Like, I yeah, don't think I mean, gonna be crazy. the way I would imagine it gets handled is that yeah, you if you're walking around, you know, the colonies or whatever, there's people working on the farm or whatever you're passing right that are probably slaves but they're not like addressed as such unless you have an evil character yeah. who's gonna be like well my slaves are over there <laughs> blah 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 yeah. yeah well i mean uh, to put it in the histor historical perspective Michael. too that'd be good uh and this isn't you know this isn't a, a blanket statement of course because slavery was all over in all of the 13 colonies but 
slavery wasn't nearly as prevalent in New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New England, all those places as it was in the South because slavery was mostly, you know, uh, needed, quote unquote, for plantations, which didn't exist in the, in the North. So, and the spirit of abolitionism uh, began in the North, in New England specifically, and Massachusetts was definitely one of the places where it was heaviest, and, and upstate New York. So if, the, if that's where it's taking place between New York and, and Massachusetts, then you might actually see maybe something the opposite, where, where you maybe do some, you know, there's some um, abolitionism going on. I, I mean, a abolition was, uh, it's a little early for that in this game, of course, but I guess what I'm saying is that maybe the spirit will be there still of what happened in the 19th century uh, later on. So... Uh, I think that they, there's clever ways they can deal with it that won't be in, insensitive at all. Hmm. Yeah. Lots to look forward to. Looking forward to that game. Colin, yeah. are, you, are you on board? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm absolutely on board. I want to go back and play Assassin's Creed 2 and, you and the others at okay. some point. That is my second most anticipated game this year. Nice. What's your first? Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock's going to be great. Trevor Cannon writes in. He says he writes in to the, the while beyond Karoo. I think he means whole. <laughs> I haven't beaten Mass Effect 2 or 3, but with the, all the controversy about the endings, it has made me want to play through both games as evil. When I play most games like Infamous, I play the good side. I just feel, I just feel let's play evil if the ending doesn't make everyone happy. <laughs> Thoughts? Keep up the good work. Uh, I mean, Renegade isn't super evil. Yeah. Renegade's just more like defiant, right? Like it's like a good Emilio Estevez role. He's just like he's you know thumbing his nose at the boss and he's and he kills some people. Like Coach sure. Bombay when he when he and yeah. my, my quack, quack, Ducks. Mr. Ducksworth. Yeah, exactly. We're on the same page. We're on the same of page. We are. And then he drives the limo on the ice. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's when he's drunk, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's earlier. In the, that's before he was redeemed. Oh, okay. Anyways, yeah. Ren, I mean, I, Renegade's a fine way to play. I can't. I don't do that. Like my for Mass Effect, so many hours are invested, and that's such a story game to where I just play it for the story that I play once and I play as the good guy. And yeah. like Infamous, I, I my my Cole, the one I think about when I think of Cole is the good guy, but I play bad to get the trophies and see the whole game. It's funny because Mass Effect One and Two, I did at least three, like I did about four playthroughs of Mass Effect One, and I did two of them were Renegade. And Mass Effect Two, I did um, I think one good, and one bad. But Mass Effect Three, like I don't want to play Renegade. I just it's like because of the story, because of like the fact that like the fucking galaxy is ending and shit like i don't want who wants to waste their time punching reporters in the face and stuff and see like, that was that was i thought mass effect 3 did a better job of the other games of making me want to be renegade because there was definitely a few points where i was just like i'd pull the trigger and be like shut the fuck up yeah. everything's dying we need you know i mean like there was points where i was like yeah totally whereas before i just felt like i was being a dick to be a dick yeah that's interesting yeah i think they did a good job i'm on my second playthrough right now and i'm still being paragon paragon you ever eat at paragon no, I have. Everyone's really? always like, everyone always eats a Paragon. Let's not go there. So I never get to go. When, uh, when, when does everyone always eat a Paragon? We bring like we bring, we bring like, people, there. people yeah, there. I would we don't... love to go to Paragon. When a Marcus Smith, well, all right, invite Marcus Smith over, and then we'll go. Okay, all Marcus, right. you, you heard it here first. Uh, everyone to... tweet. Oh no, Marcus Smith doesn't. Can we go to Paragon like next week? He listens to the show. I sure. Think. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I think he does. All right. Well, what day, what you just day? heard it, Marcus Smith. You just got a personal invite from Andrew Goldfarb. He does all true. the time anyway. I'm locking you in. What day next week are we going to Paragon? I don't know. Okay. Well, now you're not going to go with me because you're not locking in. Depth. Wednesday. Let's lock it in for Wednesday. Okay. If, and the, but then make me check my schedule. So I, if I have to change that, I can have to change. Okay. Your schedule. All right, my schedule. Um, David C. Bud writes into beyond.ign.com. Question. I currently use Netflix streaming primarily through my PS3, but with Amazon's video streaming service, I am now tempted to use Amazon Prime and Switch. Not so concerned about the lack of Wii availability for Amazon, but any chance you guys will run a feature comparing the two services? I guess Hulu Plus too. I want to know whether the shows and movies match up. Uh, David, yeah, I'm working on a feature right now about what Amazon Prime needs to do to improve because they got little things that are weird. But for the most part, well, from what I've found is 
pretty much for shows especially if it's on netflix streaming it's usually on amazon instant as well and the ones that aren't are like the ones you probably don't want like to be honest like what's cool about amazon and i think we've kind of talked this to death but like you can get new shows you know you can get stuff that you know just finished airing and yeah. you can buy episodes like and that's so much nicer than waiting you know, for it to come to dvd and then <laughs> yeah, exactly. transfer it over to netflix yeah it's just netflix is like i was so in love with netflix for so long but honestly like Amazon's just better, in my opinion. Like I, once, I would pick Amazon. Once they read my wish list of things to change, they <laughs> will be it. better. Exactly. Know, so. But the other thing to point out here, David, is that you can download the Amazon app right now for free. Use it like to look around and see and do do a little matchup yourself. You don't have to worry about that. So you can go yeah. check that out, and it'll say if it you know you can get it free with Prime. You don't have to spend the money on Prime yet. I mean, also Jeff Bezos probably listens to this podcast, so he's just taking course. notes. And yeah, I love Jeff Bezos. He's my he's, yeah. he's the man. By the way, we. Uh, you know, when we, when we watched American Pies 1 through 3 last week, we saw firsthand uh, the trouble with Amazon. So I hope you talk about it, that because we, we went to like Voodoo or whatever to watch the movies after that. Yeah, well, it wasn't so much trouble with Amazon. It was just that, yeah, there was a bunch of hoops to jump through. Of, like, it's like too many. It was like almost getting to the point of being like funny. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was funny. But I mean, it was just like, yeah, you know, oh, I want to buy this movie. Okay, wait a second. You've never set up one-click purchasing. So go to our website, which sucked. And I'd do it. So I opened the iPad and I went and did that. And then I jumped, there was some other pop-up, and then there was the third pop-up that was like, wait, you need to set a passcode for your one. And I'm like, we're like, fuck it. I'll go use it. All Voodoo. I want to do is watch the Stiff Meister, and you're asking me to fucking Voodoo do already, all this. Voodoo already has all my credit card information, like, saved. But, like, that's the, that's the thing, is that it was just the setup. Once it's set up, it's fine. Yeah. Um, also, uh, just real quick, I think Netflix is an interesting example of a, of a company that seemed always really forward-facing and actually quite ahead of the ball. And and, no, and in, in the last year or so, everything's unraveling. Yeah, so. they're crazy. Uh, it's 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 fascinating because they were I, I, until recently, I would have been like, that's one of the companies that that's going to be around for a long time. And now I'm actually starting to question that. One other thing with Amazon, um, if you have a TiVo branded DVR, so not like a generic Comcast one or whatever, but like if you have an actual TiVo one, you can send the show straight to it. So like if I. Like, regardless of the PS3 app or anything, like, I can, you know, click something on Amazon.com and get it on my TiVo or send it to my mom's house cool. or whatever the fuck, yeah. Amazon's cool as fuck, man. Yeah, Amazon, they're just, like, smarter. They do things better, I yeah, think. They're cheap, too. Brought to you by Amazon.com. <laughs> Justin Das writes in. He says, really quick question, Greg. You talk about your best friend Poe a lot on the podcast. Is his real name Poe or is that a nickname? Well, Justin Das, that's short for his last name, which I won't reveal on this podcast. Also, he's one of the ghosts from Zelda Ocarina of Time. He's also one he of the ghosts. He just floats around with Greg and they have adventures <laughs> he's just together. A, he's just my invisible friend. <laughs> like, I'm just him. insane. <laughs> you keep him in a bottle with uh, Ironside Joe. Oh, man. <laughs> Ironside Joe. One of my favorite in inside jokes with Andrew Goldfarb. And our final question of the show comes from Zeke. Zeke writes into beyond at IGN.com just like you can. I have recently been converted from Xbox to PlayStation via a friend of mine. But with Diablo 3 coming out next month, I am now in the process of buying a PC to play it on. My question is, should I continue playing most of my games on PS3 or just stick to D3... D, I'm sorry, and just stick to Diablo 3 on my, uh, my computer? Or are playing shooters, Modern Warfare 3, and RPG Skyrim and Fallout more fun to play on the PC? Zeke. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I, if I could ever get mine set up, it. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's one of those things where I think there's the hardcore camp on each side that would tell you the other thing. You figure for first-person shooters, the mouse and keyboard are more accurate. However, using a mouse and keyboard to play games is car sickening to me. Yeah, me not, too. Yeah, I, can't, I mean, oh, yeah, like, I mean, I think you have to take it on a game by game basis. Like Skyrim, obviously, with the creation kit and the mod tools and stuff, is probably better to play on PC. Whereas, like, something like Call of Duty has a more robust community on consoles. So, like, I think you... There's no, like, blanket statement. I think, yeah. like, depending on the game. 
Well, then you've got me casually trying to set up a PC for two weeks now, and I'm now considering just selling, selling it. it. I'm just sell considering it. just Simpsons selling it. Will it will be on the consoles anyway. Yeah, if they would announce that, it would just and Diablo three is coming consoles. Yeah, eventually Wolfpack. Yeah. Ah, that's the end of the show. Hooray! It was a good one. You've got to go do MPD numbers now and see how everything sold out. Mass Effect three is number one. Colin and I got to kill time until it's time to go home. Act like we're doing something right here. Mm-hmm. Guys, Remember, like running the, I think they call it running the clock. Yeah. Running the clock, That's yeah. The Take a knee. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com. Remember that Podcast Beyond posts every Thursday on IGN.com, and that's where you need to go. Go to IGN.com. I mean, subscribe on iTunes. I don't care about that part. I mean, go to IGN.com because that's what pays the bills and keeps the microphones on. Podcast Beyond is fun. Nobody cares how many times you download it, though, sadly. That's never shown up on my quarterly raise of a million dollars. Uh, wow. So go to IGN.com, read our stories, watch our videos. Uh, if you're too lazy to go there and you just want to be notified when things hit, follow IGN on Facebook at IGN. Follow it on Twitter at IGN. Follow us on Twitter. I am Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Andrew Goldfarb is a griff, which stands, nope. of course, That's for <laughs> whatever. Got that one wrong. Uh, it's a... It's A, and then Greg always no. regrets fucking elderly people. I fucked it up? There's no A at the beginning. Oh, it's just Garfep, right. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking your email address. That's, Greg, that's true. Greg always regrets fucking elderly people. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> ever since Goldfarb did that, I've never, I've never struggled to remember his Twitter name again. So, or, well, what, do they call, what do they call that? An acronym? No, no, I know, but there's a, there's a, a I know it's an acronym, but there's a name like a... Something with an M. Mnemonic device? There you go. Yeah, yes. Yes. Like Johnny Mnemonic, what a great film that one is. We always get those wrong and people are like, what are you fucking talking about? He put UMDs in his head. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, As you know, we like to end each show with a song. And when Clements isn't here, I usually play Damon's songs because I know them. But not this time. (gasps) That's right. Hold on to your hats. I have an email here from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Home of the Flames, bro. (laughs) Props to anybody who got that Lance Storm reference. Yeah. Our friend Dave writes in to beyond at IGN.com. Hey, guys. My band, 20 Centuries of Stony Sleep, recently (laughs) released a new album. Don't laugh at him. It's a good name. 20 Centuries of Stony Sleep. uh, Recently released... Yeah, recently released a new album, so I thought I would submit a track for consideration on the podcast. I chose the song with the longest title in our catalog. Quote, I tried and failed and cleaned up afterwards, so it's your turn now. Mainly because when writing the outro, I was largely inspired by my memories of finishing Super Mario Bros. 2 and the dreamy end title sequence that follows i love everything you guys do on the podcast blah 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 if anyone is interested our album circuit crooks can be found through digital distributors like itunes and amazon.com circuit crooks it would be a better name for the band yeah i I agree i agree 20 cent 20 centuries of stony sleep turn it around that 20 centuries of stony sleep sounds like an album name Okay. And Circuit Crooks should be the name of yeah, the band. That's that's, that's the advice truth. from Colin Moriarty. If you're doing Circuit Crooks, please make the account, the album cover be uh, a bunch of different Johnny Fives in like the striped yeah. shirts with like the uh, the masks <laughs> the on there. Masks. Yeah, the, and like bags with dollar signs. Yeah, on. we're just giving you free ideas yeah. here. You're welcome for us playing your song. I went to Calgary once. Yeah. Did you see Lance Storm? No. What'd you I don't do know there? What that is. Did you play hockey? Uh, no, I was in Montana with my dad, and we we drove up to what Comic Con. Why were you in Montana? Looking at land. Hmm. My dad was looking at land to buy. I never came together. We went to all sorts of random ass places. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Maybe it did come together. You don't know. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I'm pretty sure I know it didn't. Okay. Uh, I know Jerry pretty well. I'm yeah. not too you concerned G- about G-M? it. GM? Big Jerry? GJM. Yeah, GJM. Yeah. All right, anyways, we've bored you with our stories about Colin's dad long enough. Join us next Thursday for another thrilling episode. Dave, play us out. What does that mean? What is it? There are no words on it. Beyond. 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 Beyond.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.